This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Ken Coleman. Lynn is with us. Lynn is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. How are you, Lynn? I'm great. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So uh, several months ago, my kids and I and my husband were in a car accident, in an accident, and we are getting a settlement. My kids especially are going to be getting a good settlement. And I'm wondering, what is the best way to go about saving that? Okay. Um, are, are they, um, is everybody okay? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, good. I'm glad. So there's, is there any ongoing medical need or uh, future surgeries that we need to set money aside for? Surprisingly, no. Good. Okay. All right. And so what is the, uh, what do you think the size of this is going to be? What have they indicated? Um, my youngest child is going to be getting about 100000 and then we have about 50000 in medical bills okay. for him. For him. And then the other kids, it's going to be a couple thousand. Okay, for but, them. but is he is he got a permanent situation from this or? No, it was just um, when it happened. My kids, like my kids, are here because it wasn't their time to go. Like I believe that. It's a bad. And wreck. we were really, yeah. yeah, we were really blessed. It was an auto. It was a pedestrian auto accident, and my kids were. We were the pedestrians, mm-hmm. and um, but your baby got a hundred. I had fifty thousand dollars in medical bills, but is completely healed. Yes. Wow. Thank you, Lord. It, okay. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to the world, but I know it wasn't his time to go. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, and, I'm more than comfortable with that, and I'm also glad for him and you. Yeah, this is. But I just I'm thinking about how to allocate the money. So the p- bottom line is, we don't need to allocate the money for anything. You've already covered the fifty thousand in medical bills, or the fifty is coming um, out of this hundred. That's coming out of the hundred. Okay. All right. And the others are going to get a handful of dollars. All right. Now, yeah. this is coming through an attorney in a settlement process, I assume. Correct. Okay. In more cases than I like, the court will dictate to you what you can invest this in. I don't like it because I think the parent should be allowed to decide what to invest for their own child instead of the judge being the parent. But a lot of judges will take the position that the parents are idiots, and so they must be they must be the child must be protected from their idiot parents' investment. Um, I disagree with that on a lot of levels, um, morally, legally, and everything else. But it doesn't matter. The judge may tell you you have to put it in something stupid, like just a CD. It may not even keep up with inflation if you do that. Okay. If you have the option, this child's not going to need this money until they're grown. No, he's not. And then I would set the money aside in a mutual fund. I'd get with a Smart Investor Pro and pick a series of mutual funds. It's how I invested my own kids' money that I invested for their college, so why wouldn't I invest this kind of money there? Where it came from okay. doesn't matter. What matters is that they don't need it for 20 years or so. And what matters is that, um, you know, we, we need to outpace inflation, right? Right. And it's, I'm, I know, you know, with interest, hopefully, you know, he'll have a good chunk when he's 18 because he's only two now. So mm-hmm. he has several years. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to also figure out how to best teach him to use it wisely so he doesn't turn, you know, get it when he's a certain age and be dumb. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't. Number one, don't let him be surprised that it's there. Um, it's mm-hmm. like sex. Don't wait till they're 20 to tell them. 
Exactly. Because they'll mess the whole thing up, you know? And so we need to talk about it age appropriately. We don't slam a three-year-old with too much information, right? Right. But we do teach a three-year-old something's happening, right? There's something there. And so money, we're going to teach the kid how to handle money because we expect them to have some. By the way, we're going to do that with all your kids. This is what rich people do. They teach kids how to handle money age appropriately. We don't make the five-year-old go to the salt mines, but we do teach them to work because they need to call Ken Coleman for a career later, right? That's right. Absolutely. And I think, you're, I think yeah. Dave, I think this is great advice, too, is as you walk him along and the others, uh, you know, at some point they may talk and he got more of a settlement than they did. So I think this is, you know, telling everybody and the, and the kids, this is not some big secret. Mm. This was something that happened because what you don't want is resentment mm-hmm. uh, to grow either. So I mm-hmm. think this is probably need to be more uh, transparent than, than normal. It's the only way extra conversations and extra communication shut down uh, all kinds of things because this a horrible event and is a is a part and and the survival of it mm-hmm. the miraculous survival of it is uh, part of your family story now yeah and so we're going to exactly. tell we're going to tell that story not to continually bring up trauma but it's uh, it's God's hand on our life yeah and it's part of the story yeah. it's part of who we are at our house and part of it was little one got hurt worse and got more money and that's just the way life worked and so yeah you go ahead and talk about that i wouldn't surprise the siblings either that he's getting some money when he gets there or she gets there right we've already told him you know we're you guys will be getting some money but we're not yeah we don't need to talk about it we didn't talk about what the ramsey net worth was until our kids were grown and we started talking about estate planning with them Uh, you know like when they were in college we started talking about it but we you know they knew we had some money but I didn't want them running around school going, my dad has a bigger net worth than your dad. And the community we live in, that's kind of a thing. So, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I just want them to think, you know, we're just working stiffs. And uh, we are working stiffs. We just did really well. And so I wanted, but I wanted them to feel the responsibility of it after I had built their character on saving, giving, working, spending wisely throughout their whole years. So by the time I turned this on and we started the meeting with, as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. So this is actually a responsibility to manage God's resources for his glory. It is not you hit the lotto. And so when they see the number, they actually kind of felt the weight of the number uh, instead of, uh, woohoo, I, I can be in a reality show now because I'm, <laughs> right. I'm stupid and my parents have money. And so, you know, uh, that kind of stuff. Right. And so they didn't they didn't have that reaction. And none of my three did. But again, it was a gradual increased process through the years. So I would invest it in mutual funds and I would, you know, just age appropriately begin to reveal that it's there to where by the time we get there, you're not afraid he's going to go crazy or she's going to go crazy and head off to the Caribbean and do cocaine or something because he suddenly got a bunch of money. I mean, it's just, you know, we're going to fix all this ahead of time. So my friend Andy Andrews says we're not raising kids to be great kids. We're raising kids to be great adults. And that's really the target here. That's where we're going. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.